Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Welcome into another edition of the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast. It's the Instant Reaction Podcast. Uh, Chris Williams is sick, so doesn't have a voice left at this point. Let him have the day off from the instant reaction. So here in just a couple seconds, we're going to get to uh, really just a replay of Rob Gray and I's uh, post-game report after a truly despicable showing by the officials in Morgantown, Iowa State, with a 38-31 to loss to West Virginia. I can't even freaking believe it. This is unbelievable. Uh, thanks, as always, to our sponsors, Carl Chevrolet, uh, the docs at the McFarland Clinic, in Ames and then authentic brands uh chris will be back hopefully tomorrow and be good to go for williams and bloom but here's the instant reaction pod oh god i got a lot to say rob gray on the psychopathic yeah. post game report here today uh iowa state loses in Mount- in morgantown 38 to 31 one of the truly most despicable officiating performances i've ever seen uh we're gonna get to that First, we got to thank our sponsor, Centurion Stone. You guys saw the the opener there. Thanks to them. Uh, thanks to Whiskey River, all of their locations in Ames, Ankeny, and uh, downtown Des Moines, and then, of course, Fairway. Dude. Oh, my God, Rob Gray. Uh, this, I mean, all right, first things first. The defense played uh, its worst game in years today. Like Since as 2016. Added- yeah, yeah, this was the worst defensive performance we have seen from Iowa State in a really long time. That's the first thing that I want to say. Uh, second of all, though, the officiating, the only thing worse than Iowa State's defense today was the officiating. Oh, my God. Two touchdowns that West Virginia gets because of blown plays by the officials. First, the touchdown in the back of the end zone where a receiver never had any part of his body touch inbounds from yeah. what I could see. I don't know what the officials were watching on the field to even be able to make that call. Uh, and then secondly, you snap a play uh, that it appeared to have two full seconds go before with zeros on the play clock and they score yeah. a touchdown. Um, and fourth then down play. on fourth down and then Brees Hall gets into the end zone, the side judge on his side of the field calls it a touchdown yep. and the guy on the opposite side with 20 bodies in front of him yep. says that it's a fumble. And we take that guy as the one making the call. And then on the very last drive of the game, Brock Purdy is diving for the first down appears to get it from what you can see on, yep. uh, on the TV copy. And then they mark in three yards short. Yeah. Do not stop the clock, which the only way he could have been three yards short was with, if he had gone out of bounds, yep. which would have stopped the clock. Uh, just a horrendous performance all around from the men in stripes. It was despicable. And I hope that the big 12 is already getting the big, the apology letter ready because that it was one of the worst performances I have ever seen by a group uh, of men in stripes. And they, the only things that they should be wearing stripes for is the chain gang, Rob Gray. They should be on the chain gang in the Hills in West Virginia. No highway robbery. At some point there needs to be some accountability. Um, The replay on Hall's touchdown clearly shows his elbow hits with the ball across the plane and then it comes loose i i don't think there's any way of looking at that there where you could say 
that's not what happened. That they said, oh, not enough to overturn it. When, as you said, the original call on the field by the guy who had the best look at it is touchdown. And for a guy who couldn't have any look at it to rule it a fumble, and then they see clear evidence that it wasn't a fumble, and they say, no, it's still a fumble, that's perplexing. I mean, I, 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 I have no words. It's baffling beyond belief. And as you said, it happened all game. And in fairness, the OPI on the big pass play against uh, West Virginia earlier on, I don't think that was really OPI. Uh, I wonder even about the, the, the little bit of uh, – maybe a little bit of jersey grab on the one that helped Iowa State at one point later. But, I mean, so many things. One hold. You're going to tell me that West Virginia's offensive line is so good – that Will McDonald doesn't even show up except on a couple of tackles, and 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 they and they hold once. That's that's highly suspect. I'm sorry. It's again, as you said, the Cyclones. They look like a different team out there. They look like an early 2016 team. Mike Rose couldn't play obviously from their injury last week, but they're good at all these other positions. I don't know why, other than Anthony Johnson, uh, corners, and if there was a safety there, got beat all the time whether it be a short play, whether it be a long play. Um, and, 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 you know, we couldn't block him very well most of the game. Uh, but Who even was that white hat? Gotten. I've never seen that white hat before. Like, of all the Big 12 oh, games I've, I've ever watched, I've never seen that guy. I, I haven't either. I don't know where he came from. The Big 12 sent the D team, not only in the announcing booth, <laughs> but apparently on the officiating crew as well. Unbelievable, dude. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I think Tom makes a good point here. It's one thing to get beat by a better team, but it's uh, but refs won that one. I mean, yeah. It, West Virginia wasn't better than Iowa State. I don't no. know who the better team is. I don't no. think we got a good indication from that game. No. It was truly horrendous. Truly horrendous. I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, the last five minutes, that last drive. Dude, shout out to Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. That guy was under duress the entire game. Yep. Iowa State's offensive line was horrible the mm-hmm. entire game and Brock continued to make something out of nothing to be able to get anything done. Brees Hall was able to make something out of nothing to get anything done for a lot of that game. A horrendous performance by the offensive line, horrendous performance from the defense. If Mike Rose is, I mean, if, if losing Mike Rose makes that big of a difference, we are going to be in for some long Saturdays next year, man. I yeah. mean, that was I don't even know. I don't know what to say, Rob. I don't know like what more analysis to have because I think that this game was such a joke in so many different ways that it's like it happened on ESPN plus. Did it even happen? I feel like I'm in the twilight zone. It's like, this is like purgatory. This is hell. I feel like I'm in hell, Rob. (laughs) On Halloween. Uh, On Halloween. At least they're doing trick or treating here in Ankeny tonight. I mean, I, I, I completely agree. I will say this for the offensive line. There were a few times where the protection held up really well, but no one could get open, apparently, even though they were always rushing four and frequently bringing at least one more. So I don't know. It just so much wrong about it. But yet Iowa State did enough to put itself in position to still win the game. But if the refs are going to give West Virginia two touchdowns, I don't know. The first one, was that was a third down play, wasn't it? The one where the toe doesn't hit? Yeah, I think so. I mean, would do they kick with a walk-on, formerly walk-on kicker that, that clearly doesn't have much of a leg? I don't know. So maybe they get something. But on fourth and three, now, should he be that wide open? Absolutely not. I don't know how that happened. But when it clearly shows zeros and the ball is not snapped, uh, how does that happen? 
Uh, and I, I know that I know it. that the way they officiate that officiate that play is for the guy to watch the play clock, look at the play clock, see it hit zeros, and then look to see if the ball is snapped. The ball was not snapped within that amount of time. It yeah. couldn't have been. Yeah. The clock was on zero too long. The announcers are in the booth saying, "Oh, he doesn't know Even that them. the play clock is at zero. Yep. And then they still snap the ball and let the play go. Like that's just what I don't understand, man. The inconsistency of some of these things is so ridiculous, so ridiculous. And the inconsistency of which replay is used and actually used successfully is so infuriating yep. because they'll review things that make no sense to review and then they won't get them right still. Yep. And I, I don't, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand. Like, I don't know what the answer is for some of these things. And then I, like we, I mean, I said to the beginning, the, the defense was bad, dude. Like the defense was bad. They were, the secondary was horrible. Daytron Young and TJ Tampa got picked on the entire game. And I don't know what, can change with that group because we've been seeing Daytron Young for years. If you've been listening to football and random things for the last four years, you've heard us talk about that second cornerback spot a lot. It has been a major problem for Iowa State, but they've been able to do enough things to cover it up and make it not matter. But if you lose Mike Rose and that's what happens, then, I mean, I I don't know. Like, they're going to give up 400 yards a game for the rest of the year if that's how it's going to be. Yeah. I mean, this West Virginia offense hadn't exactly lit the world on fire. Uh, they did what Baylor did in the first half against Iowa State in, in that loss, depending on special teams, uh, took what Iowa State gave them. And then, I don't know how many tackles were missed, but I don't think they're going to have a whole lot of fun in the film room um, looking at that game. Uh, I just, it is, like you said, like a Twilight Zone type of thing, or, or it's bizarro world, to go back to an old uh, Superman comics thing where, <clears throat> the opposite is is true. Uh, I just, I, and yet they still had a chance, if not for that blown call on Brees Hall's touchdown. And you know what? That's what makes me think that the better team did not win. The mm -hmm. fact that they even had an opportunity to win the game, or even to be close to winning the game, when it went the way that it did, with it, the trajectory of how that entire game was. Yeah, I mean West Virginia. Uh, yeah, they played well offensively uh, and, and defensively at times, but they were kind of trying to beat themselves too. Jay Kummel gets a big pick six. You think maybe this is a turning point. You know, they got the uh, quote-unquote lucky kind of turnover, uh, the one that's kind of uh, stripped or goes off the receiver's hands and the Cyclones get it when they were driving. You know, so the Cyclones did some things to make plays, but then they couldn't get stops when they needed to. When they got out to a lead, uh, in the second half, they immediately gave up a, 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 a drive that it looked like West Virginia's carving through butter, like it did much of the game. And and then, you know, it went into it veered farther into Twilight Zone territory with uh, the refs making substantial, I mean, game changing calls that looked like they were wrong. So and I don't know what else to say about it. And I'm, you know, I know after last week with the taunting penalty, there was a lot of conversation about the pool reporter process and stuff like that in the Big 12. I mean, this is the first time that I've ever sat here and been like, the the officials have to answer some questions. Yeah. I mean, this was – some of the calls in this game were unbelievably bad. It just is – it, it's despicable. Well, and they weren't judgment calls, so they should have to answer questions from a pool reporter. If it's a fumble or not, that's not like saying – oh, well, we're interpreting what uh, is unsportsmanlike or not, and that's up to me because I, I see something. 
uh, the feet not being down in the back of the end zone. I was watching that in real time and I was like, there's no way the laws of physics, when your body is going completely the other way and stretching out to do that, I don't know if the best receiver in the history of the NFL could manage to get a foot down after you've extended to make that catch. And then they show on the replay, you can see from the one angle, it's hovering above the, the turf. Uh, and then to not notice, I'm sorry, don't, shouldn't they have like a sound so they can actually be watching the snap and it's told, telling them mm-hmm. it just hit zeros. Okay, I better throw a flag. But yeah, I, I, and, and like you said, it was a decent amount of time it wasn't just a split second thing. So I, it, it it's, it's tough. I mean, you dropped the two losses in the big 12, you know, all the, all the thoughts of yeah. Jerry world are, are out the window almost certainly. And, and it just doesn't seem like it, it should have been that way, but then again, should have played better and maybe they can't, those plays can't swing it, but it, it's just so hard to make sense of it. Well, on the bright side, the team that they've got coming into Ames next week, hasn't exactly been tearing the world up either. Yep. So uh i don't know man this one is a day ruiner a weekend ruiner i don't know what to even say like i i don't know what more to announce this to have because this is this is frustrating dude like this is is uh there's a lot that went that happened in this game that is just baffling and it it is infuriating i'm gonna drink beer and try and forget about it at this point i think I, i don't know I don't know what more to say. I'm sorry, guys, that I don't have more analysis for you, but I'm just I'm pissed right now. Well, it's hard to analyze it because I I just was amazed at how many times people didn't seem to be in the right spot on defense, and and, and not even close to being in the right spot. And it, that's what was so, you know, uh, bizarre to me because that's what they generally excel at. Yeah, every now and then they miss tackles and this and that, but guys are in the right spots. And how do you analyze that when it's like? There, there wasn't anything scheme-wise West Virginia did. I think that I, 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 it's, like you said, it's, uh, it's, I'm, I'm flummoxed by this one. I, 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 I did not see it coming. I thought they'd win. I thought it would be fairly tight, but I, you know, and they should have. But um, I guess moral of the story is you have to beat teams like this by 21 on the road or it might, uh, some calls might go against you. I don't know. All right, man. I hope you enjoy your beggars night. Well, uh, I, I hope I'm interested to see what coach Campbell says on the radio, uh, in your, uh, whatever. I don't yeah. Know. Short, short. It'll be a short and very unsweet, uh, road recap, uh, coming up once I get to those quotes. Yeah, for sure. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll talk to you guys again on Monday on football and random things.